Well, welcome to our first episode of Thriving Not Surviving. My name is Nick. I'm one of your hosts. I'm here with Connor, who's our other host, and our special guest, Rachel Deep, today. Um, we are super excited to have here here. Um, just to get you guys all up to speed as to what we're doing here on this podcast, we are talking with entrepreneurs, with people who have kind of climbed the corporate ladder, people who've kind of that are thriving in their lives right now, and to address uh, you know some of the hiccups that they've had growing up. Uh, kind of starting their brands, starting their businesses, and climbing that ladder to kind of help you guys all, uh, you know, avoid those as they come along. So we're going to dive in right off the top. Rachel, welcome to the show. Um, tell us about how you got your start into photography. Hey, guys. Hi, thank, thank you, you for having, having me. me. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so photography, photography and videography. Um, I guess it all kind of started when I was in college and this girl asked me to do her grad photos for some reason. I had no idea what I was doing. I don't even know why they asked me to do them, but I did. And it kind of started from there. Someone saw the grad photos and then asked me to do theirs. And the next thing I know, I was doing half the school's grad photos, which, you know, wasn't the best time in my life. But um, I started doing it more professionally when I moved to Nashville and started working for Title Boxing Club. Um, so that's kind of where it all started. But yeah, for half the time, I didn't even know what I was doing, and I just bought a random camera, and now it's my life. So you, so you, you, you literally just started off randomly, randomly just, just yeah. out of the blue. Yeah. And, yeah. And, oh, my God. Yeah, I just, yeah, and then for videography, it started when um, I was on spring break, and everyone wanted me to make a video, so I made all these videos for spring break, like in college, but I was never able to post them because... You know, didn't want to get in trouble. I feel like things got <laughs> yeah, a little out of hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had to keep that under, but they were really cool. And then, you know, that's just crazy how um, it all came to be from that. To kind of follow, follow up on that, um, when you, so you said that you kind of started doing this just for people's grad photos. Did you find like an immediate love connection for it right away? Or is it kind of like you just gradually realized that you really enjoyed doing it? Um, I think that I gradually realized I started or I enjoyed doing it because originally my passion was graphic design and that's what I studied in college and um, I was really into that in college I was involved with all these advertising can't like clubs on campus and everything and um, I guess it was really flattering I guess when people kept asking me to do their grad photos and I loved editing them and I loved showing people um, the photos I was taking so I think that it was more it was it was awesome at first, and then I didn't really think of it as um, a career option until later on down the road. Okay. Did you, Did end, you up, end up? Are you, are you happy you stuck with it, and or or do you kind of wish you may have done more graphic design work? I'm definitely, I'm definitely glad, glad I stuck with it, but I was kind of forced into it because um, when I moved to Nashville, I was a graphic designer. I actually got fired from my job that I was in um, for graphic design. <laughs> so that kind of showed that'll do it. Yeah, I was uh, I was working um, at this. I was so excited. I you know in, at Alabama, I went to University of Alabama. And advertising there is very competitive, and um, I worked very hard to grow that portfolio for graphic design. I had an internship in graphic design in Nashville, and so when I moved there. Um, I got a job and it was a very high paying job. It's actually a really funny story. It's a very high paying job and I was so excited. And I even sold my car, bought a new car, like did all this research myself, was so excited to call my dad and be like, yeah, dad, I bought this car. Like, you don't have to worry, like I'm paying it off every month. And then three months down the line, got fired. <laughs> I had to call my dad back and be like, yeah, you know that car I got? 
gonna need some help. Um, but no, that actually is what kind of forced me to get into photography and videography because then I started working for Title Boxing Club. So I definitely wouldn't do anything over again um, or do, redo anything because exactly the way it went is how is how I am where I am now. So it's pretty cool. You had to, you had to adapt pretty quickly on that, huh? The With the car payment. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, now I got $300 more a month to pay. Great. You kind of, you kind, it kind of fell into place there. So I think you're, I think you, you got your luck going. Yeah, I think it worked out. It, was there a reason you didn't do PR? Was there something that was like super set? Was getting fired kind of like that, like breaking point where you were like, oh, like okay, I'm not gonna do like your PR, graphic design, like anything like that, or did it kind of just happen and it just all transpired so quickly and you, you, just, you just never got back? Or um, I think, well, no, actually, when I was doing the graphic design job, I hated it. Like I hated. It was actually really disappointing, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, you know, going to school and getting a degree in something, and, you know, their parents are supporting them this whole time, and then you get out of school, and you decide, oh, the things, the thing that you're studying for the past four years, and the thing that your parents have been investing um, in you, you decide that's not your passion anymore, and so when I got fired, it was the biggest blessing, and I just realized that I'm not the type of person to just sit in a cubicle from eight to five every day, and um, I wanted to get out there and I wanted to meet people and talk to people and everything like that. And so, um, but I'm really glad that my degree is in graphic design because I feel like that's something that kind of separates me from, um, photog as a photographer, because in Nashville, you know, you look around, everyone's doing photography. It's really competitive. And so I'm really glad that I can say, oh yeah, I do photography, I do videography, I do graphic design, I do all these things. And I think that's what separates me as a photographer, um, because I have all these things under my belt. So, um, very thankful for that at least. Yeah, that, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's kind of what we like to hear is, and we have so many friends I think that have gone through that, right. That have kind of, you know, gone to school for four years, studied something that they thought they were so passionate about. And then like, they get in the workforce and they're like, fuck, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like this is dumb or like, this is not what I imagined it would be. Um, you know, you, you said your parents helped you out a lot. Are they, would you say that they're your biggest kind of influencers and like backers on this program? Or I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely, they're my biggest influencers and have dealt with me <laughs> throughout the years. Um, my dad, especially, he really supports me, and he's the one who bought me my first camera. And um, kind of just, you know, yeah, I didn't go into advertising, but. Everything that I do, I feel like, is not only for me, but for my dad, just kind of proving to him that him, his time and his money and everything that he's ever invested in me was worth it. And so everything that I do, I always just look back and, you know, I'm always like, what what do I need to do to make myself proud and my dad proud? So definitely that, uh, I would say that they are, my mom and my dad are definitely my biggest supporters. Yeah, that, that's, that's super cool to hear because I know Connor and I definitely can relate to that, where our parents have been nothing but supportive and like my parents pushed me over the edge to do this, like start a business and, and, you know, commit to doing this and that like I had a cushy job and like I was doing fine and they're like, you know, you have this other side business that's not like what it potentially could be and definitely like it's it's reassuring knowing that like if you fail and like there's potential that we all fail at one point, like you have a place to at least to go home and sleep like because most people don't have that I think and for us that was super cool to know um, having that. Um, Um, so you, 
going back to the whole photography and videography, when you kind of got forced into it out there, when did you really start marketing yourself as somebody who can do this? And, you know, putting yourself out on social media, reaching out to other people, trying to, you know, grab like contract jobs and stuff like that? Or did it kind of just fall into place where people started hitting you up? Uh, in Nashville? Anywhere. Anywhere. When you first started. I yeah. Guess. All the way from the very beginning. Yeah, I guess it. I mean, I guess the minute I posted that girl's grad photo on my Instagram, that's when, you know, people started seeing that and everything. And then when I moved to Nashville um, and started working for Title Boxing, I was taking photos and video for them. And so everything that I was doing for them, I was posting it on my Instagram. And then without even knowing I was marketing myself, I guess, um, I was. And then members from Title were reaching out to me. And then it just kind of went from there um, as far as marketing myself. And then I redid my whole website and kind of started to make a brand. Okay. What's your website so people can people can uh, uh, go check? Yeah, it's um, racheldeep.com. Go check that out. Nashville. <laughs> um, so, you know, you talked about you talked about getting fired um, and kind of just falling into photography and videography. What are some of the other like major struggles that you dealt with out in Nashville? Um, yeah, um, yeah, one of the major struggles is honestly being a female in the industry. It's really difficult. So what I want to do and what I'm kind of like starting to do is be on the road with an artist. So I want to travel. I want to be on the road. Um, and if you think about all the women who do that, there's probably two people. Like they no no girl does it. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really difficult. And that's because of the road life. So you're on you know you're on a bus. They need someone that's not high maintenance and everything. And um, so being a female with what I want to do limits me to mainly female artists, which is fine. But you know, it's just kind of shitty when you have a lot of guy friends and you can handle it. And it's just like, give me that chance to prove myself to, you know, do cool shit for you. So, but, you know, I've worked with a lot of amazing, powerful females that have inspired me. And um, so, yeah, that's one of the major struggles. But everyone that I work with is honestly guys. And, you know, and they've been so supportive and so kind. And I would not be where I am if it wasn't for them. So I'm very thankful for the guys that I do have in my life that, have kind of showed me the ropes and guided me to where I am. So, yeah. That's good. I, I definitely see that uh, how that could be a little bit more difficult being, you know, women on the <clears throat> on the on the buses and whatnot, and them seeing that as being maintenance. I think that's kind of interesting on their part. I I feel like there would be more women in the right. Photography. Don't they want and, some girls there? Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever. I think <laughs> and we have the eye. That's we have the, the first, eye. Exactly. It's first. It's you know. I could get the women creative. Pay, women pay attention to detail. Men just let it get kind of sloppy. At least you know. Right? At least Nick and I do. <laughs> um, no, I think that women also are yeah pay attention to detail in the sense that um, if a girl is photographing a guy, then they're gonna see it for like most of the guys as fans are girls, so I can capture you in a way like. You know, your fans want to see it. Yeah, is what I would. Well, I would the, think that you're the fourth like photographer. Know that makes money, and all four of them have been women. Not really, a single, really. Not a single, what do they do? Um, they some just... of them are. They work for modeling agencies down in um, San Diego. Some of them did kind of like you. They started off doing grad photos here, and now they just help uh, local businesses with like e-commerce photos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But every single one of them is a female. And they're Fuck very, yeah. very powerful. They're very powerful females too. You know, yeah, they don't, they don't mess around. Yeah. So I'm cool with that. But um, yeah, you know, that's that's good that you know, getting into, especially since you're into you know, working with the country artists and whatnot. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a lot of female artists that are strong and powerful, and there's a lot more coming up too. So I think you're gonna yeah. have a lot more opportunities in the future if you stick with it, which you should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, so I guess 
to, not to say names, but you've worked with some bigger named country artists and some bigger brands out in Nashville. Um, would you say that those are kind of like staples to your career so far or something that's kind of kind of made you who you are out there, at least just help you establish your brand a little bit? Yeah, I would definitely say that they're staples in my career. I've been very fortunate to work with those artists. Um, it's really cool because as a photographer, they need to trust you with, I mean, that's their brand and you're the one capturing their brand. So yeah, it's been, it's been really awesome. And um, I've been very fortunate to work with those artists that trust me to create their visions for them. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, as far as, this is the question that we kind of want to ask everybody. What's your biggest weakness? I know that's a very hard question to answer because for us, like we don't ever, Connor and I, at least like we've a lot of issues, a lot of pride. <laughs> so for us, admitting our biggest weakness is hard, but what would you say your biggest weakness is as far as like in your line of work goes? Shoot, I don't know how to answer that. I'm perfect. Just kidding. No, no I have a um, I think that in my line of work, my biggest weakness would be, um, uh, I don't know, I guess just making sure that I'm giving enough attention to every single client that I have. I feel like I get really caught up where I'm really busy and um, I'll leave text messages on red or something and then um, no project is too small or too big. You know, I, I always want to treat every project the exact same, whether that's working with a big artist or shooting for a little boutique or something. You know, i very passionate and I, my, I would say my weakness is making you know, just making sure that those um, clients know how passionate I am about every single project that I have on my plate. I, I, I can relate to that, that it's, it's, what's the right word? You have to kind of sell yourself as that caring side. We've seen that as an agency that kind of is what people want to hear that like you have a vested interest almost in, in like what they're doing as a brand, which sometimes can be hard because it's like, well, how much do I care about breakfast food or like, you know, how much do I care about like hamburgers or whatever? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You care a lot about breakfast food. Who is this? Bring them here. I'll shoot. That's my, that's my side project is being a food photographer. This whole country thing doesn't work out. So anyone needs any, or in and out maybe or breakfast, burgers, whatever. Let me hit me up. Yeah, well, no, I, I that, that got taken out of context by Rachel. I, I definitely <laughs> love breakfast food, um, but at the same time, it's it's hard because it, you know, you're trying to solicit five or six different clients at a time, and it's like, how can I express myself as ultra passionate about whatever it is that you're selling, and then go do it again for the next person, which is which is a challenge because most of the time we actually are genuinely interested in like what these businesses are doing, and it's just sometimes it's just challenging for us. I can I can definitely relate to that. Um, if you could go back and kind of do any of this all over again like would you do anything differently it doesn't seem like you really would but I'm just curious yeah so I actually thought about this a lot and I don't think I would do anything differently because of how it all happened um I think that I mean that you could go yes or no with this question because when I first came to Nashville and um you know looking back to see where I've been a year ago or where I was a year ago in Nashville to now there's moments where I, you know, I think about it and I'm like, damn, I, I wish I was really good at videography or the editing side of it so that when I got this project, I, you know, didn't have to turn down it because I was unsure or afraid or whatever it is. But I think that because I wasn't at a level where everyone else was when I first came to Nashville, that's what made my work ethic so, I don't know how to word it, like, I just, I just worked really, really hard. And I think that people such as yourselves, like you guys saw, you guys see what I do on Instagram. Um, you guys see my work on my website. I had to push myself so much harder than 
you know, a lot of people would because I had such a short period of time to prove myself in the industry. Um, so I think that that work ethic really showed through. And that's another reason why I've gotten some of the jobs that I've, I have or have gotten because people see how hard I work. You know, someone could be an amazing photographer, an amazing videographer, but it's about your work ethic and how hard you're going to work to get to where you want to be. So I don't think I do anything different because me proving myself in such a short period of time shows that, hey, I am capable of that job or more trust of my clients that they can give me. And um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd probably stay the same. And I know I have so much growing to do. So uh, I've met amazing people that are continually to help helping me get to where I need to be. That that was no that 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 was no that that was a perfect answer honestly I know I know that's that's an extremely hard question and it's almost cliche to ask it but um yeah that's definitely that's why that's why you stood out to me at least and and I think I've been following you on Instagram for a couple of years now and like in my eyes like you've established yourself well enough but every day like I see your stories and stuff and like you're up early and like you're hustling like all the time which for most people like they've made it and like they they hang it up. Like they're just going to do the minimum from there. So for us, like we're in that same boat, like where we could live comfortably, like how we are right now, but like we have our, like our foot on someone's throat right now, like trying to crush them because like, I know that's aggressive. Like I'm not violent, but, um, it's, it's aggressive. And and that's kind of how we are as, as a company here. And that like, if you can do that, like you'll win, like you'll always win. And for us, like winning is everything. And I hate to say that because that sounds so awful, but it's the truth. Like if we don't win, like we don't get to feed our families when we're older. Like we don't get to take care of our wives and kids and buy the house that we want to buy. Like for us, this is everything. Like we put all of our blood, sweat and tears into this thing. And I know you do the same. So for us to be able to connect with somebody and kind of relate to somebody like that is super important in that, you know, you as a person, I think are just, you're like a one percenter. Cause like you're 23 years old, like, or however old you are, like that's, that's very rare to be that age and just have that mentality where it's like, I just need to do this. I, I have to just eat shit and just do this for the next five or six years I to make it. <laughs> your, your microphone wasn't on for that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rachel basically just said that she eats a lot of shit, which is <laughs> which is good. It's not it's not a bad thing because if you if you're not doing it now, you're never gonna do it later. So for us, we can totally relate to that. You have, you have a blog, um, and and I want you to talk about that because it's something that for us as people, Connor and I, we can definitely relate to in that saying yes to the opportunities that have came in front of us have gotten us to where we are. And I think that's kind of the basis of your blog. So I want you to talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. So I have a blog on Instagram. It's called um, Live Yes Blog. We have a website and everything like that. Um, my roommate and I started it because um, just uh, we've just realized how important the word and the meaning behind the, the saying, like saying yes to things is. I definitely wouldn't be where I am if I didn't say yes to things. For example, I when I first started getting into photography, um, I asked someone if I could go on a music video set with them just so that I can get the experience. And it was like two day music video set. I, I was working while I was doing it all for free just so that I can get gain the experience. And so many people were like, oh, why would you do that? Like they're just using you or, you know, whatever it is. And But from that, I met someone on set who that hired me like a year later to work for Budweiser during like, the CMA Fest. And, you know, and, and it's like, oh, well, if I never said yes to, or if they never said yes for me going to help them out, and if I never said yes by doing, you know, these little shit jobs, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am, and I wouldn't have had these opportunities. And then it, you know, it goes for little things too. Like, you know, if my, like, my roommate wants me to go out, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go, but then I say yes, and then I meet someone who takes me somewhere, whether that's career-wise or, you know, 
relationship wise saying yes is so so important and um and I just challenge people to say yes more and just see where that might take you because you never know what can happen it's pretty cool Oh, absolutely. You know, it's funny that you, you say that because I was watching J- Yes Man with Jim Carrey the other day. And then she, and then she, comes, yes. and she comes in and tells us about this Yes blog. I'm like, that was way too, way too close on timing. Um, but no, I, I 100% agree. I used to be like a no man, like a good, a good portion of my life. And it was just like, I would just sit home and just do homework all the time. And then, you know, you watch that movie and you're like, I need to go out and do more. And like you said, you get all these opportunities that like come to your, they just, they just land in front of you. And it, it almost makes you more of an authentic person because you're now going out, you're meeting new people, they're learning more about you, and it's it's almost like you're marketing yourself at that point because it's, more yeah. people meet you and they think, wow, this person. It's so true, and you know, one of my biggest jobs that I'm not, I don't want to name any artist, but I, my friend needed me to help him out with some photo shoot for this artist, and I didn't want to go, and I was so tired, but. Like, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to do it. And then after that, they wanted to get beer after. And I was like, oh, my God, I just want, just want to go home. Like, I didn't even want to do this at all. But I somehow got convinced. And then we went to the bar. And then, who, then I met this other person who photographs, like, one of my favorite artists. And he, we briefly talked at the bar, not even anything. But he followed me on Instagram. And then five months later, calls me and asks to fly me to um, Michigan to film one of this artist and and it's just and then that, from there it was so many doors open for me from there but it's like just such a chain reaction you know it's like what if I didn't go to that photo shoot or what if I didn't go get beer and mm-hmm. if it I wouldn't be to, like, like I wouldn't be working with, with all these people or you know doing what I'm doing being able to do what I'm doing um, if I never went so yes, you, never know. you know my my mom always told me a line when I was growing up and I'm sure she stole it from somebody, but it's that 90% of life is just showing up. I have heard that before. before. A lot of people said that at my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just showing up. No, I'm just kidding. We're 909 to 9.1, <laughs> so we're pretty much... I mean, I think it, what it really portrays, you know, to the other people is that you care. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when somebody asks you to go out and you say no, um, they might be having a tough time. You know, they just want you to be there like, oh, hey, you know, they, they want to hang out with you and showing that you say yes just makes them go like, wow, she cares. And mm-hmm. that's a huge part of huge part of life. That's a huge part of growing your business. That's a huge part of why people follow you on Instagram and then message you five months later because you leave that lasting impression on them that, oh, this girl was super cool. She said, yes, we had a lot of fun. She had a great personality and boom, like she takes great photos. Let me hit her up yeah. just because you said, well, yes, once. Yeah. So. um so i I think we're kind of wrapping up here and this has gone by way faster than i think we had planned which is which is all good because we've gotten a ton of good information the last question i want to ask is is, do you feel like you're thriving or surviving right now i think i know the answer but i will we'll get your opinion on it i'm surviving just kidding (laughs) kidding. um no yeah i'm definitely thriving and i hope to continue to thrive um i'm very very lucky and um just I mean, you just got to keep working hard and not give up and, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's it. I mean, you just got to keep going and keep thriving and grow your business and your brand and see where that takes you. I'll probably get burnt out soon, so this is a good time for me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> the interview will be in three years. Yeah, we'll see, see I'm surviving. <laughs> Yeah, well, again, we wanted to thank you for coming on. This has been something that I think for us as a company and, and us as individuals, honestly, for me and Connor, that we've been working on for so long and we've been teetering with the idea of doing it and 
I think we just got a wild hair up our asses recently and just said, you know what, like, let's just do this thing. And this actually has been super, super fun for me. And I know Connor's enjoying himself. And uh, we wanted to say thank you to you. Um, thank you to everybody who is going to listen to this. Um, we're planning to do this once a week. Drop it on Mondays. Um, it'll be up on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thriving, not surviving. Um, it, Rachel said something about Instagram. I, I didn't. What'd you say? Oh, I said I'll post it on my Instagram, which is at RKDeeb, if you don't follow me. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> plug. Plug. Um, but yeah, thank you thank you to everybody on our staff at NCMS. Um, my parents specifically, thank you for, for always being supportive of us. Um, Connor's parents, who have also been unwaveringly supporting of, of this business venture with, with both of us. And, and this has been so fun. Um, we'll be back next week um, with Steve O'Dell from Tenzo T. We'll be sitting down with him talking how what he's gone through. Uh, he just finished his first round of funding. So we're going to chat with him to see what he's gone through and how he's kind of combated the issues he's had with Tenzo T so far. Um, again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.